0: Do you ever feel like you're a lion tamer in your relationship with your borderline? And all you have is a chair and a hope that that lion won't attack you. Because after all, you've trained with this lion. You've spent time with this lion. You trust this lion that he won't hurt you. But you just never know. There's always that moment, that shadow of a doubt that that lion could turn on. Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. Well, it might sound a little extreme being a lion tamer, but when you think about it, there is that fear. We live with that fear with our borderline. I feel like I am in a circus, a circus of the insane sometimes. Sometimes I feel like I'm a keeper of the asylum because with the borderline, there comes so much unpredictability. It's built in. It's going to happen. If you've just Gotten involved with somebody who you suspect has borderline, or they've told you that they are BPD. You need to understand that nothing will ever be what it seems. There will always be the shadow of a doubt. There will always be the feeling that something is going to go wrong. So, like the lion tamer, like Zeke and Roy, where the lion that they had worked with for years, a lion that they trusted would not hurt them, actually did attack. And I kind of liken that in dealing with somebody who has borderline personality disorder. So again, this podcast, and it's a growing podcast, thank you for your listenership. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your emails to myinnerTorch at gmail dot com. This podcast is not for someone who has borderline personality disorder or suspects that they do. This is for the nons. This is for you and I who are surviving in a relationship with somebody who is borderline surviving because that's what you're doing. Okay. Pure and simple. You are the lion tamer. And unlike most lion tamers in history, you know, that you will be mauled at one point or another in your continuing relationship. I mean, it's a guarantee. I mean, you know that you are going to be attacked. And that, I think, is probably the most difficult part of being involved with somebody with borderline personality disorder. And if you listen back to my earlier podcasts about emotional sandcastles and other topics that we've covered here, it all centers around survival. It all centers around continuing. I don't preach to anybody to leave their relationships, okay? I'm not telling you, oh, if you're with a borderline, then you need to leave. But I will tell you that I have read a lot of postings from people on Quora. Now, Quora, Q-U-O-R-A, is a fantastic bulletin board where, and again, I have no affiliation with them. I don't get any uh, compensation. I kind of wish I did, but I don't. But I will definitely recommend Quora because there you're going to find a lot of people who are asking questions and a lot of other people are answering them, okay? These are people who are in relationships with somebody with borderline or narcissistic personality disorder. And you will find that NPD, which is narcissistic personality disorder, and borderline personality disorder are one of the same to a certain extent, okay? The the, the traits are almost running parallel although perhaps the borderline may not be as flamboyant as a narcissist, the way that they treat us is very, very, very similar, okay? The fact that they don't have compassion, that they don't have empathy. Most borderlines do not. So the lion taming is all about an exercise of trying to survive, keeping the chair in front of the lion, having the whip. But the problem is... With a lion, perhaps, you can crack that whip. The lion will understand the cracking of the whip is to keep them at bay, to discipline them. You cannot discipline a borderline. You cannot combat a borderline. Everything that I'm reading on all these bulletin boards to share this information with you, unfortunately, almost everybody says the same thing. There is a common theme amongst all of us who are engaged in relationships, intimate or otherwise, friendship, relational, you know, it's the same. You can't change the borderline. And there are a lot of borderlines on Quora. And again, I do recommend that you you check out Quora. It's, it's a fantastic app. It's a great forum. There are a lot of borderlines who explain themselves bear themselves to those of us who are surviving in relationships with a borderline. And it is interesting to hear their insight because a lot of times they're going to say, I don't realize that I'm doing what I'm doing. Or they may say, I do realize what I'm doing, what I'm doing and why I'm doing what I'm doing. And this is why I am doing what I am doing. And frequently it's because of their upbringing, their childhood, their dysfunctional, their damaged, their abusive childhood. And it comes back to another podcast that I did about emotional intelligence as to how mature these borderlines may be. And in fact, emotionally, most of them are very immature. They can't process things like we do. They act out. And then they either run, much like maybe even a little child would run away from something that they've done. They may run and they do it all again. So we are lion tamers. You and I are lion tamers. And it comes back to one thing because uh, we will be talking in future podcasts about staying in the relationship, being the empath, being the supply as what they call people who are victims of narcissistic people. You're their supply. Well, the same thing goes with a borderline. You know, and again, it's those who say and those who do, there are borderlines who threaten to leave, to divorce, and then there are those who actually threaten and do, and they move on to another relationship. And we talked about, you know, how does that feel? How would that look? What would we feel as people being left behind in a relationship with a borderline? We frequently say, well, I wonder if that borderline will repeat the patterns of behavior that they did with me and guaranteed, they probably will. But it doesn't take away from the fact that we've been drawn into a relationship by the love bombing, by the masking, the mirroring, the borderline molding themselves to be something that they think you want them to be. And then seemingly they detach from it. They drop the mask. And that's what's really difficult, I think, for all of us, because we've been given something that we want and that we think will continue. And then we become lion tamers. Then we try to keep the borderline from raging. And we, for some reason, never give up hope that somehow, some way, that borderline will transform themselves back into the person that they were When they initially drew us into their emotional orbits, because that's what it is. We orbit them. We basically enable them. We tolerate them. We walk on eggshells. We try not to trigger. But is that the way a normal relationship is? And the answer to that question is no, it's not. So inherently, we do have to turn within because we can't control the borderline. Let me make that very clear to you. You cannot and will not control a borderline. They will not listen to reason. They will not try to necessarily improve themselves. There are a few out there that may go for dialectical behavioral therapy. There are those who may take meds. They may try to regulate. But the inner demon that is BPD the core remains you can't take that disorder out of somebody it doesn't go away and perhaps now we can understand why alcoholics or drug addicts you know they can they can reform themselves they can go clean but there is always the shadow the specter of them relapsing back into their condition going back to alcohol something triggering them to go back into drug addiction Okay. Once an addict, always an addict. Once somebody with borderline, always somebody with borderline. So if you're listening to this podcast in hopes that I'm going to tell you that there is a silver lining that don't worry, hold out. Everything's going to be okay. After 20 years of being involved with a borderline, I can tell you, do they get better? No, we get better. We Tune ourselves. We walk on the eggshells. They don't. I am very adept at not triggering my UBPD wife. Very good at it. That's why we exist. That's why our relationship is still where it's at. We are married. We remain so. But I can tell you that my borderline was exiting the relationship before it even happened. Was already saying that this relationship was going to fail. It was going to end. And it was up to me to figure out a way to keep constant. And I did and I have, but I do sit back and the whole purpose of this podcast is for us to kind of come to the realization to lift ourselves out of the fog and say, okay, this is what I'm doing. I am content with what I am doing The circumstance will not change. I cannot change the borderline. Therefore, I choose to remain in this relationship. I take responsibility. You can't blame the borderline. Borderline is going to continue doing what they're doing. Okay. They're not going to change. You change. You figure out a way to make the relationship work. And if you can't, then get the heck out of Dodge because it becomes intolerable. Been there, done that, but I choose to remain. So that's really the the crux of my podcast, my inner torch. It's what you do, how you configure yourselves in going forward in your relationship with a borderline. That's how we work it, and we will continue to work it. And I will continue to provide you with as much information as I possibly can, if anything, to help you understand where you are and how you can move forward. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. I really appreciate the growing of this podcast. It makes me believe that people are benefiting from this. Please spread the word if you know somebody else that is involved with somebody with borderline personality disorder. We all can benefit from knowledge. Check out Quora if you can. Continue your listenership. It's greatly appreciated. Until next time, be well and in whatever you do, be good. This has been my Inner Torch.